the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I'm ready to talk about the 49ers' new addition off the edge and defensive end, Charlton. Taco Charlton. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about Taco because uh, he's a guy that had tremendous amount of ability coming out of college. In 2017, he was drafted from the Michigan Wolverines by the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys drafted him in the first round at pick 28 and there was a lot of optimism about how good taco charlton could be in the nfl and he goes to the cowboys and he had some mixed results and i'm going to talk a little bit about you know some of the connections that helped get taco charlton to san francisco to play for the 49ers but first off when you have a guy that's six foot six you know 270 pounds and run a sub 540 so he runs about a four nine as a a four three defensive end I think you got to be really happy with the physical traits that you know he has. He has over 34-inch arms, so we know that is something they really like at the position. And Taco was very well-liked coming out of college. I think there were some question marks about his consistency, uh, you know, whether he could play, de- you know, play in and play out at a high level. But you had a guy that really understood you know, what his role was when he was playing against the run. He could shed blocks and make tackles. Well, he was a good base 4-3 defensive end. We talked about mixed results a little bit. And, you know, he started his career with the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, there in Dallas, he had, a, a you know, an okay season. Uh, he played his over 390 snaps during his first three seasons. And some of those, you know, he had success. His rookie season, he had three sacks. And then by the time he got to Miami, he ended up having five sacks during that season. So... Uh, that was his third year in the league. He goes to Miami. He plays for Brian Flores. He plays in a 3-4 defense, and he was able to produce off the edge. And what is one of the things Chris Kacerik likes to do is take 3-4 defensive end, or 3-4 uh, outside linebackers and put their hand in the ground and make him a defensive end in his wide nine. I think he finds that the traits that they have as far as athletic ability and bend translate really well to what he wants playing defensive end. So we've seen it with D Ford. We've seen it with Samson Ebucom. We've seen it to some extent with a guy like Drake Jackson. Uh, This is what the 49ers like to do and how they will use some of those players. There's also another connection that goes along with it, though, and that is Rod Marinelli. Rod Marinelli was one of the big-time architects of the Tampa Bay defenses in the early 2000s. He was a defensive line coach there, and so he has a connection with John Lynch. And Rod Marinelli was the defensive coordinator in Dallas when – Taco Charlton was drafted. So you have that connection, and that's something that we've seen from the 49ers and Marinelli. Marinelli was also in Las Vegas with the Raiders when, you got it, Cleveland Farrell was there. So I think Rod Marinelli probably signed off or probably you know gave a little hint to John Lynch that Taco's got some of the ability that the 49ers are looking for. He's been well-traveled, though. He's been around the league a little bit, and he's had some results, but I think lately... 
those results have been on the decline. So in 2020, he only played 90 snaps with the Chiefs. He had 12 pressures and two sacks. As a rotational piece, that's not bad, especially in 90 snaps, right? He was playing 390 snaps, so 300 less snaps than he had early on in his career where he was getting three to five sacks, depending on the season. And then in 2021, he played 221 snaps with Pittsburgh Steelers, and he had nine pressures and one sack. So once again, back to that 3-4 defense. Uh, that's what he's fitting in, uh, you know, in Pittsburgh doing that. And then in last year in Chicago, he had 67 snaps, and he had one pressure. So once again, he's become more of a rotational piece and not thought of the first-round pick. But when you're talking about 49ers, you're talking about Chris Kasarek and what he's looking for in his wide nine defensive ends. And I think Taco Charlton is one of those guys that fits the mold. He's long. He's got a lot of strength for a 270-pound frame. So he kind of fits the mold the Niners have been going with. Greg Jackson, Austin Bryant, Robert Beal Jr. They're all kind of in the same mold. Big, tall, and long. And I think that that's what they're looking at with Taco. And do I... Do I know for sure Taco is going to make the 49ers 53-man roster? I don't know because they're bringing him in for part of the reason that you had Austin Bryant out of practice dealing with some undisclosed injury. Kalia Davis has been out, and now we added Robert Beal to that list. So the 49ers need depth with Nick Bosa still on the holdout from the contract talks. Uh, Charlton came in, and, and I'll be honest, I saw him in his first practice uh, they threw him right to the wolves. He got in. He got you know acclimated to the defense. He looked pretty good. He definitely has played in so many defenses. He understands what wide nine means and all that. But I think that he was able to produce a little bit of pressure off the outside. And I think that's good news for the 49ers because you need to make sure you have a Rolodex of players. So whether Charlton ends up making the 49ers initial 53-man roster, there's an opportunity for him to be around the 49ers organization. And if you are going to reassert yourself and make yourself somebody that's viable in the NFL after having a couple of down seasons, there's no better place to do it than San Francisco playing for Chris Kacarek. And that's why I believe that Taco Charlton can add pass rush to the 49ers roster. I think his skill set is there. I watched his hand technique, his extra work that he was putting in uh, during practice, I thought was really good work. Uh, the hand technique, the hand fighting, uh, bending the edge. He was doing a really good job of making sure that he was getting everything down that the 49ers were looking for. And assistant defensive line coach Daryl Tapp was taking the extra time to work with Taco Charlton on his abilities and what he could provide for this 49ers team. So Taco Charlton being added to the roster, I don't think is a signal you know, that players like Drake Jackson or Cleveland Farrell aren't living up to expectation. I think it's more a signal that the 49ers needed depth right now in their rotation uh, with some of the injuries. With Kalia Davis being out, that means that you have to find reps on the interior defensive line. With Austin Bryant, Robert Beal, that means you have to find uh, pressures on the outside of the defensive end spot. And I think Charlton's going to come in and, and fill that role but it also gives him the opportunity to come in and display what he could add to this 49ers football team on defense and maybe go snag him a spot. Because even though Austin Bryant was sitting very comfortable in the second unit right now because Bosa's out, so Drake Jackson, Cleveland Farrell have been in the ones, and Austin Bryant was in the twos with Kerry Hyder, it doesn't mean you stay there. And that's the thing. That's why missing practice is always... Very difficult for these players. They know that 
hey, those reps, if I miss them, it's going to give somebody else an opportunity. And with Charlton, you're, you got a guy that showed that he had first-round potential when he was drafted. And has he lived up to that potential? No. Has he had some bright spots? Yes. You know, I think that having five sacks for Miami, uh, that I think that showed in 2019 that he's capable of being that type of player. There he played more free in an outside linebacker role where he rushed a lot. So I think Brian Flores used him and was able to capitalize on him the best. But I'm guessing that Rod Mirinelli had something to do with Taco Charlton being a player the 49ers ended up reaching out to, somebody that fits what Chris Kacerik wants to do on defense, and we'll see what he ends up being. But I definitely think he's a guy that the 49ers can count on to give him good reps throughout the preseason and see what he can develop into. But I think when you're talking about some of the later defensive ends the 49ers have on their roster, you know, Charlton is probably going to be one of the better pass rushers. Uh, Alex Barrett has looked pretty good in his snaps, but we've seen him be consistently on the 49ers practice squad over the last several years. Can he make that jump to the 53? That'd be difficult. I think a guy talented like Charlton could do it if Austin Bryant, for some reason, stays injured. If if uh, Robert Beal's injury ends up being more than you know what it what we just believe it could be, I think that then you have a possibility, you know, of of having this kind of defensive end room take shape. I think the optimism would be that you got a first round talent that he could come in and show that first round ability and recapture something here in San Francisco, because you definitely will never turn down really good edge pressure. And taco Charlton can provide that. He showed it when you can get five sacks in a season. Uh, that means you can really do it. And most, you know, defensive ends that are, you know, he, he hasn't really started a lot of football games. He's played in 60. Hasn't really started a lot. But if you have a lot of snaps, your numbers are going to go up. And so I believe that if he could get into part of the 49ers rotation, I think he could produce. And if you're, you know, the fifth defensive end on the team and you're producing two or three sacks, which he showed that he could do 90 snaps for the Chiefs, you definitely get more than that playing, you know, the the fifth defensive end for the 49ers. But in that, he had two sacks, uh, 12 pressures and two sacks from your fifth defensive end. Not terrible numbers. And I think the 49ers would be happy about it. So he can help in the pass rush. We'll see if he sticks around. We'll see what happens with Austin Bryant and Robert Beal. But until then, uh, Taco is going to be a part of the 49ers team. And I'm excited to see what Chris Kacerik and Daryl Tapp can develop and get out of the young guy. Going to have to change his jersey at some point, though. 77, it just doesn't look right. But Taco Charlton's on the 49ers. Let me know what you think about this signing of Charlton. Uh, do you think it's a big move and the 49ers you know, made something happen here or you kind of like me, you think this is more uh, a signing that happened because of the injuries to Brian and Beal, but now Charlton has an opportunity. I'm, I'm ready to hear what you guys think of Taco Charlton in the comments section down below. Uh, like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 4K, and super close, we're in single digits away from 4K. So if you haven't subscribed, doesn't cost you anything, hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.